guys welcome back to unbreakable latina i hope you're having an amazing day whatever day you're listening to this because your girl has been having some rough days and i never used to believe in like mercury being in reggaeton or retrograde or whatever it's called but i am starting to be a believer and every time i'm having like these emotional roller coasters are just feeling down and my energy slow and I go on social media and I see that Mercury's in retrograde I'm like this has to be because Mercury's in retrograde my mom always makes fun of me because I believe that the Mercury being in reggaeton has to do with me being so overly emotional the past few days <laughs> but anyway she believes that if I walk without socks in the kitchen floor then I'm gonna get sick me voy a resfriar. if I go to bed with my hair wet me va a hacer daño. so in conclusion we all believe in weird things and we'll continue to judge each other for it so it really feels like it's been a while since I've podcasted even though I have the last two weeks I didn't do full episodes so se me fue rápido and I just want to thank you guys again for participating in the healing your inner child episode I thought it was so beautiful I had so many messages from different people that discovered my podcast because of it thank you guys for promoting it and for being vulnerable really means a lot to me I am very proud of those episodes because I feel like, I don't know, like a sense of community that we're all healing together, that we're all not feeling alone in our journeys and our healing our inner child. And it just makes me happy that this community is being created and we're just supporting each other out here. So usually for my podcast, I like to write down stuff that I want to talk about. And this podcast, I didn't write anything down. I don't have any bullet points. I don't have anything except for the last part of this podcast. I do have questions for my mom because it's going to be a Mother's Day episode. But I want to tell you guys about my week and it's a blur but let me see what I can remember. So Monday was definitely a total blur. I think I felt like really low energy and I knew that the next day was going to be a long day for me. So I wanted to rest. I went to work. I rested when I got home. The next day I was looking forward to the last three weeks. I was so excited to go to Spotify Studios. I got invited to attend a Spotify lab where they taught us different things about podcasting and how the room that you podcast matters and about microphones and things like that. But the coolest part about it all was touring Spotify Studios. It was so cool to actually see what kind of technology they have, the setups, the lights, the cameras, the microphones, and the big rooms, the small rooms. My favorite studio was a very small studio with just two seats because I feel like that's what I want for my podcast. I want a small studio where just there's two people sitting and it's me and my guests. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that this is my second time at Spotify. The last time I went was for Spotify Wrap 2023. It was super cool, but I did have a major case of imposter syndrome and I felt like I didn't belong there. I rarely talked to anybody because I was just, it was my first like official event. And this second time around was a smaller group and it was less intimidating. My sister was also with me, so that definitely helped and... 
this time around, I did feel like I belonged there and I deserved to be there. So imposter syndrome was not all there. Um, a little bit, you know, we're always going to feel a little nervous when we go to these type of events, but it's good to see other creators feeling the same. And I did connect with a couple other people. They were super friendly and introduced themselves when we got there. So right away, it was so easy to talk to them. And I asked them how they're... I started like interviewing them, I felt like. Like I was like, oh, like what's your podcast about? Like why did you start it? And how long have you been doing it? And I started thinking like, okay, my interview skills are improving. And now I'm going to apply for HR. I'm just kidding. But anyways... um. It was super dope. I did meet with one of the girls that I've been in contact with at Spotify. We were getting into the elevators to get ready to go to the studios. And I see this girl and she's like, oh my God, hi. And I look at her like, do I know you? But at the same time, right away, it clicked that it was the girl that I had been emailing with since I started my first partnership with Spotify. And it was just so nice to meet her in person. She was super sweet. And I felt like, oh my God, I'm soy famosa. Me reconocen aquí en los estudios de Spotify. <laughs> I felt like I really needed this refresher of like, I don't know, like a reminder of why I started this podcast. And being in this creative space at Spotify just kind of gave me that push that I needed because I had been feeling in a funk and like feeling down and should I do this podcast? Should I not? I know, I know. I'm dramatic as fuck. Pero así soy, okay? Y así me quieren ustedes. <laughs> I want to thank my sister for going with me and taking like videos and shooting a little content if you haven't checked out the reel of me at spotify go check it out thank you guys for all the love i appreciate you guys after we wrapped up at spotify we ended up going to downtown la to look for the crew neck that i wanted for the next drop of merch and i finally found it so the merch should be coming soon i'm waiting for the proof of the design and I'm super excited about this drop. I also wanted to let you guys know that any drop that I have, I will not be restocking. I am going to just do a limited amount. And if you see it out and you want it, get it, girl, because they go fast. And I think this one might go a little faster than the rest of the merch has gone. I know some people have asked about the hats being restocked. I don't think I'm going to restock the hats and I am thinking of doing bucket hats. Let me know what you guys think. Like what's a good summer merch drop besides crewnecks? <laughs> I know I waited till summer for this, but you know, your girl was overwhelmed. Yes, I mean, yo tengo excusas por días, pero aquí estamos. We're trying. We're going to get this merch going. I still have stickers. That's the only thing I have in stock right now. And thank you guys for continuing to buy the stuff. Like, it means a lot to me. I can't believe, like, when I see someone tagging me and wearing my merch, I'm like, oh, girl, like, I created this. Dreams do come true. Because I always thought of having, like, según yo, oh my god, this triggered, like, a memory that I had blocked out. But when I was younger, me and my best friend Jackie went to these classes we my mom and her mom would always sign us up for classes at the community center we're super shy kids we did like ballet together and we were horrible at it because we were so shy so we kind of would just not want to do it <laughs> but then when we were getting a little older según un día, we wanted to be fashion designers i think it was me and her i ya ni me acuerdo i know i went yeah, it had to be me and her. We both went to fashion design at the community center in the city of Bell. 
So we went and we were the only two young kids. Y había puras señoras, like, ya mayores, que they designed clothes before. So, you guys, I wish I had pictures of those designs because they were horrible. I am not the best um, graphic designer or not graphic designer because graphic design, I'm not too bad. But when it comes to, like, giving me a coloring book or giving me, like, color pencils to draw something, I'm not good. I didn't get that gene from my dad's side of the family. A lot of my cousins do have that creative gene. My little sister is pretty creative. She used to do, like, nail art on me, pero yo no tengo eso. But anyways, it triggered a memory of me wanting to be a fashion designer, but I always wanted to have my own clothing brand. Como hace unos cinco, seis años, like five, six years ago, I did have, según mi own boutique. I used to resell clothes from the thrift store on Instagram and on OfferUp y también en Poshmark. So tenía mi brand que se llamaba Mel Rocks Threads. Melina Roxana, my sister's name. Pero se llamaba Mel, Mel Rocks Threads, según yo muy fancy. My brother helped me come up with that name. So now I'm living my childhood dreams and designing my own merch. Well, my sister helps me design it, but, you know, I, I'm the creative director. <laughs> so shout out to my sister again for helping a sister out. After looking for the crew next, we went back to my sister's place. Well, we ate lunch before that by where she lives at. And I was just enjoying my time because... Although we don't live far, far away from each other, it's like about an hour with traffic and I feel the need to be closer to my siblings. And I was telling my sister, like, mom and I need to move closer to you guys. And she's like, just do it already. It would be so nice if you guys were over here. And I, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. But what keeps me out here is because I love cowboys. I'm just kidding. Because my job is out here. I work out here. The commute's just so easy for me. My mom also works out here. And I think definitely maybe in the next two years, I will be moving to Orange County because that's where my siblings live. And it'd just be nice to be closer to them and just, you know, drop by or be like, hey, let's go for a walk. And we haven't been together in a while. Well, actually, my sister and I did live together, what, two years ago, three years ago? But even then, she was always busy with college and stuff. So it's been a while since we all live close to each other, and I really miss that. I have been really feeling like I need family time. So even though I have it, but I want it more. And life is short, so spend it with your family. And even though, okay, spend it with your family that has healthy boundaries. Don't spend it with a family that doesn't respect your boundaries. So then I went home and the next day I had to wake up and be a regular nine to five employee. And it really made me cry inside because the more I do this and the more I explore, you know, being a creator and not having to go to my nine to five when I do those things, I realized that the 9 to 5 no es para mí, wey. No es para mí. Pero a veces, like, pienso que no es para mí. And then I'm like, no, but I like the security of it. And the fact that I get to be picky with what the type of work that I do outside of my 9 to 5. I don't know. I have a relation. I have a complicated relationship with my 9 to 5 career. The other day, my mom was telling me, we're talking about dating and how like a lot of my friends are having the same issues and some of you girls have messaged me and even guys have messaged me that they're having trouble dating. And my mom goes, Ay, ¿qué, ¿qué estará pasando con esos tiempos? I'm like, I don't know, mom, social media kind of messes up, blah, blah, blah. And 
I told her, I'm like, I remember before I used to meet guys, like, when I would go out and stuff. And she's like, well, you don't go anywhere. And I was like, damn, my mom's just roasting me out here. But it's true. I don't go anywhere. So I'm pushing myself, guys. I'm pushing myself because I I don't know what it is. Like, I told you guys I've been in this funk. But I want to just get out of this damn funk Get on a routine. Not a routine. That sounds boring. I want to do stuff. I want to do at least one fun thing per week. Like, if it means going bowling, even if it's by myself, like, I need to get out there. But sometimes a little scary going by yourself. But still, like, I need to do more of that. I know the weather has a lot to do with it. Like, today, it was a beautiful day, and I enjoyed myself. But anyways, let me not skip days. I don't know where this message was going, and I'm sorry that I'm rambling, but... I really feel like I need to talk to you guys because my feelings have been all over the place. This Friday, I went to my cousin's wedding. She got married. She had a civil ceremony in the morning and then a party in the evening. I hadn't seen these cousins, uh, the one that got married and her siblings in years. It had been a long time. Um, I saw some of their kids and I was just like, whoa, I saw them when they were babies and now they're taller than me. So... It was kind of mind-blowing and it made me feel old, but at the same time, it was nice to catch up with everybody because we haven't had that in a long time. We haven't had a family party. The last family party that there was, was, I can't even remember. And it got me thinking that, oh God, made me all emotional right now. It just got me thinking about the fact that we used to always get together. And of course, there's always family drama. And that's some of the reasons of why we don't get together anymore. But it got me thinking that at some point when we were kids, there was one last day when we all had a family get together. Oof. Makes me sad. But you don't know when that last day is going to be that, you know, your family is all in good standing and you're having a good time and you're eating and you're, you know, the typical Mexican party. And I miss that. I miss that a lot. And it just kind of brought back a lot of good memories. It's like bittersweet, right? Because it brings good memories, but it also makes you sad that it doesn't happen as often anymore. But the way I saw my mom was having such a good time with her brother, I was like, okay, like we need to all make effort because life is very short. And the sad thing is that I have seen this family members at funerals and I hate that. I hate that that's like the times when we see him when something bad happens. So another new goal of mine is to make more time for family, make that effort. And I know that I've been on my, like, if somebody doesn't look for me, I'm not going to look for them. But I need to start looking for people because sometimes maybe you have to be that family that pushes, right? Pushes for a get together because there has to be that one person. And unfortunately, it's always me. (laughs) It's not always me. But a lot of times I do put that effort to bring the family together and some of us were just meant to be that for our families and I think that's one of my roles to continue to try to get people together even though sometimes it causes drama but my true heart (laughs) is that I'm a little sensitive bee. Not that I'm sensitive, I'm just very caring. I'm super caring, I'm very emotional but my love language is quality time so I do want to have a lot of more quality time with my loved ones life is short guys and through the pandemic definitely learned that lost a lot of family members during that and 
just got me thinking about all, all the times that I never spent with them. And it sucks. And you can't take it back. Once they're gone, they're gone. And that's it. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about Mother's Day or have a Mother's Day special. And I was very conflicted on doing this episode because I know this can be a very difficult day for many of you. And I am fortunate enough to have my mom with me and also that we have a good relationship. And I know that's not the case for many. But just like this day is difficult, I am super empathetic with the people who are having a difficult time on this day because for me, Father's Day is hard for me. But I do want to take a moment to send love to those who have lost their mothers, those who have lost children, those with strained relationships with their mothers, those with strained relationships with their children, those who have been yearning to be mothers. I know that with social media, it's a little more difficult to avoid seeing posts about Mother's Day or posts about kids and it could be difficult for many just I I completely understand you and I'm here for you and I'm here to listen if you need someone to talk to. I am going to be having my mom towards the end of this podcast. I wanted to talk a little bit about her before she comes on so she won't know until she listens to this but a lot of people ask me like wow, like the relationship with your mom, you're super close to her and it's so nice to see that you have such a good relationship with her and we're not perfect. (laughs) We're definitely not perfect. Like even right now when I was about to record the podcast, like I gave my mom a hug and she's like, ay, mi niña tan preciosa. And I was like, that's funny because the other day you call me pendeja. (laughs) And she's like, ay, tú sabes que es de cariño. But we just have that relationship where were you know yo le doy carrilla a mi mamá like I give all day I make fun of her and sometimes people don't get that like so my friends like you're so mean to your mom and I'm like that's just how we get along yo sé que a veces caigo medio pesada ma but I'm sorry I'm here to make you laugh (laughs) but my mom and I I've always been super close to my mom since I was little um when I turned three my mom did lose her mom so I'm sure that was hard for her but I can't imagine losing my mom at the age that my mom lost her mom my grandma was only 50 years old I believe when she passed away so I think I came to my mom's life at a perfect time because you know she had her best friend her mom was her best friend and my mom is my best friend and I can't imagine life without her and since I was little you know I was three when my grandma passed away so my mom and I were always like together forever (laughs) till this day but we we have gone through some rough patches I mean I was a teenager once I was a little bitch and I was I went through my rebel phase when I was 14 15 16 17, 18, no, I'm just kidding. Like, when I was in, like, 14 or 15, I was a little rebel, and we clashed a lot. But I think, you know, hormones and all that, we get a little crazy. But we are very close. Um, My mom has been very patient with me. I didn't get patience from her. I'm very impatient, like my dad. <laughs> I'm a lot like him. And... 
we just like have a good time together my mom's a good time everybody loves her like she's just the life of the party she's down to take shots she parties harder than me and she just brings joy to everybody's life i love spending time with my mom we laugh together we cry together we give each other therapy I think in the last few years, we've gotten even closer because we live together and there's no chaos. We have a lot of peace in our home. And I also think that us going through breakups together, because she separated from my dad at the same time, almost that, not the same time, she separated my dad before I ended my last relationship, but um, we were both kind of going through heartbreak at the same time, so... We kind of helped each other heal by just taking each other out and doing stuff, staying busy. Our favorite pastimes is going to In-N-Out and then hitting the aisles of Burlington or TJ Maxx. That's like our go-to. We go on our hot girl walks, on our pinchy mental health walks. And she's down for anything. That homegirl is down. So if you need somebody that want, if you want to party and you don't have any friends, call my mom because she's down for everything. Sometimes I don't know where she gets energy from because she works with kids and she still has more energy than me. And I work with adults and I don't have energy at the end of the day, but I love her and I want to wish her a happy Mother's Day. I know I celebrate you every day. And thank you for being so patient with me, for being my biggest cheerleader. La quiero mucho. And I am so honored to have her on the podcast again. So here is my mother. And I will be asking her questions that some of you guys submitted and some questions I'll ask that I just have questions about. So here is my mama. Hi, mom. Gracias por venir a mi podcast. Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. Gracias por invitarme y tenerme aquí. Mi inquebrantable. So first of all, mom, I want to say happy Mother's Day. Yo sé que ya le dije feliz de las madres y luego mañana domingo también se le va a celebrar y se le celebra cada día. Gracias y soy afortunada por que me celebren todos los días y uh, especialmente ser latina y festejar doble, que es el día 10 de mayo y siempre el... Segundo domingo de mayo. So a lot of the listeners querían que viniera hasta el podcast y que la entrevistara otra vez, porque la otra vez la entrevisté, pero nomás fue con un micrófono. So now we have two, so se va a oír mejor. Mm, gracias y gracias a gracias a la audiencia que quiere um, saber algunas cosas de mí. Okay, mom. So we all know you have three kids because everybody knows that I have two siblings. At what age did you have your first kid? Uh, when I was uh, 23, I had uh, William. ¿A qué edad usted supo que quería ser madre? No, tu, no tenía planeado la edad, solo que se dieron las cosas y um, me enamoré. ¡Woo! ¡Que viva el amor! <laughs> y después uh, ya me nació por tener el privilegio de ser mamá, de saber si iba a poder ser mamá. Do you remember the day that you found out you were pregnant for the first time? Mm, yes, I do. How did you find out? What what was, like, what made you take a test? Obviously, you missed your period. Yes, plus uh, you start craving for things that you never did before. <laughs> what was your first craving? Um, uh, My first craving, it was like... Uh, 
papaya that it was on the tree. <laughs> and you went past house, and I was very anxious for him to come home so that he can grab the papaya for me. <laughs> After that, because uh, your grandma told me, I think you're pregnant. And I said, no, I don't think so. Uh, that was your grandma, your chavelita. And then I said, no, I don't think so. And then she goes, yes, because why do you want to eat the papaya today? Like, so bad. It was kind of weird that it was there for a few months, and then it wasn't even ready. And I was so desperately to get the papaya I needed. <laughs> and when you got it, did you enjoy it, or did you not like it? I did like it. So why did you wait so long to have kids in between? ¿Por qué duró tanto para tener hijos tan separados? Seis y siete años. Porque trabajaba y quería tener tiempo para cada uno de ustedes. What was the biggest challenge in becoming a mother? Uh, the, biggest, the biggest challenge it was that we don't have a book or anything that is going to... Um, <laughs> you don't have any information at all, like how it's going to be the life of uh, being a mother, how it's going to change your life. ¿Cuáles fueron los obstáculos más grandes de ser mamá por primera vez? Um, fueron varios. El saber que ya no podía dormir mis <laughs> horas completas, la responsabilidad que tenía. Era diferente. Ya no era nomás de esposo, sino que ya tenía otra tercera persona. Y la prioridad um, era mi hijo. ¿Y qué pensó la primera vez que miró a su primer bebé? ¡Qué feo! <ríe> Creo que es el amor más verdadero que he conocido. De uh, el amor de un hijo en ese momento. ¿Usted piensa que todos deberían de tener hijos? Uh, si no están seguros de hacerlo, uh, nadie está preparado para hacer eso. Pero si no están seguros, es mejor que lo piensen antes de tenerlo. Porque un hijo no es un juguete que puedes comprar y regresar. Obtenerlo y regresarlo. Y um, no hay devolución. So, tu responsabilidad comienza desde que engendras ese bebé. Y si no estás seguro, es mejor uh, protegerte para no tener hijos. Um, eso es lo que yo creo que es uh, adecuado, pero cada quien respetó su decisión de cada quien. ¿Y cómo le hizo usted para tener unos hijos tan chingones? Pues no lo hice sola, fue de que desde pequeños fueron inteligentes y um, les gustó el estudio, siempre sacando buenas calificaciones y uh, son cosas que han querido hacer por ustedes mismos. I know that I previously had you on the podcast and we talked a little bit about how you helped your mom raise your younger brothers and you were kind of the homemaker, ¿usted piensa que eso le ayudó a tener, a ser más preparada para ser mamá? 
creo que sí, en la forma de que ya sabía más o menos cómo cuidar bebés y um, los quehaceres de la casa. Creo que eso me hizo ser un poco más responsable como mamá a temprana edad. Was it hard to hear my podcast in the beginning, letting everyone know all our personal drama and just me putting it out there in the world? It, it's, ¿Fue difícil escuchar mis episodios en, en the beginning of my podcast? Sí, este... Sí, fue un poco difícil, pero a la vez pienso que ha sido algo bueno porque de la forma que he mirado que responde tu audiencia, estoy mirando que has hecho diferencia en algunas personas y estoy orgullosa del trabajo que estás haciendo. Gracias, gracias. Um, ¿Usted ha aprendido más cosas de mí escuchando mi podcast? Uh, sí, a veces hago reflexión en lo que dices y los consejos que das y hasta ahora estoy sabiendo cómo te sentías en situaciones que yo no sabía. En, en algunas veces que te sentías mal y nunca dijiste nada. Eso me duele porque tal vez yo tampoco no puse mucho cuidado en algunas cosas. Pero sí, uh, sí me ha dolido a veces uh, saber cómo te sentías y no haber podido hacer cosas para que te sintieras mejor o no hubieras pasado por lo que pasaste. Usted sabe que yo digo esas cosas no para que le duela, no más para que otros no se sientan solos por pasar por las cosas que pasamos. Pero yo pienso que con las historias que hemos dicho, porque también es su historia de usted, ¿verdad? En el podcast, um, I think that that's helped a lot of people relate to me and relate to our family and just feel like, you know, not everyone's family is perfect and we all go through things. Because I'm sure que usted pasó, well, I know que usted ha pasado por muchas cosas en su niñez, que no ha hablado de esas cosas usted con otras personas. Y yo acá, <ríe> diciéndole a todo el mundo de todos mis traumas, ¿usted piensa que yo hablando de esto ayuda a sanar cosas en su corazón de usted también? No creo, estoy segura de eso. Y uh, yo también, la vida, pues, que yo quise tener en la infancia o durante mi, mi niñez, durante mi um, adolescencia. Y um, cuando era joven también, creo que mis mejores años fueron cuando ya tenía, se puede decir, 17 años. Porque... No fue fácil mi infancia ni mi niñez. No fue fácil tal vez la adolescencia tampoco. Pero aún así, aparte de, de todos los uh, obstáculos que ha habido en mi vida, nunca me he rendido y siempre, siempre he pensado positivo, no importa 
lo que la vida me traiga. Este, Dios me ha dado las fuerzas para yo salir de tanto obstáculo que he tenido en mi vida y espero que ustedes como mis hijos que sean mucho mejor que yo y nunca se den por vencidos que la vida no es como uno la, la tiene en su imagen, en su mente. La vida nos trae de todo, nos trae cosas buenas, cosas malas. Y ningún, nadie tenemos una vida perfecta, no creo. Hay gente con dinero que no tiene felicidad. Hay gente pobre, pobre, que tiene la felicidad entera nomás porque no tienen a veces muchos recursos para, a veces hasta para comida, pero son felices. Y um, yo a pesar de tanto obstáculo, creo que no tuve un, tuve infancia porque no tuve el amor de padre a mi lado y fue algo que nos hizo falta a mí y a mis hermanos. Y... Lo único bueno que puedo agradecer es que mi mamá humildemente siempre tuvo el deber de mamá y siempre tuvo la obligación y de una manera o de otra nos, nos mantuvo y gracias a mis hermanos también al esfuerzo de ellos, especialmente mi hermano el mayor, este, él siempre estuvo al pendiente de de todas las necesidades de nosotros. No la quiero hacer llorar, pero ya la hice llorar. Aquí lloramos, ma. Aquí en Unbreakable Latina chillamos all the time. Um, pero llorar no es... It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you're in touch with your feelings and you feel things. And it's beautiful to feel because when you feel, you feel alive. Pero... I've told my listeners before that my grandma passed away when she was very young and that she was your best friend. ¿Cómo fue la relación con su mamá? Did you get along all the time? Did you fight? How was it? Was it like our relationship? How was your relationship with my grandma? Fue algo similar como la relación que llevo contigo porque comíamos juntas. Um, Siempre este, salíamos de compras juntas, a, nos sentábamos a platicar, mirábamos la televisión, especialmente porque fui la única mujer y seis hombres varones. Seis hombres. Seis hombres. <risa> 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 Y sí, me dolió mucho cuando ella se enfermó, me tocó cuidarla. Fue una enfermedad mortal porque ella falleció de cáncer, como tú sabes. Y, um, y sí, fui, fue difícil. Nada menos hoy cumple 30 años de que falleció en su aniversario. Y todavía siento que me hace falta. Miro personas mayores en la calle que pienso que tienen más o menos edad de ella. Ella tenía 53 años y falleció mayo 13 del 93. 
ahora exactamente cumple 30 años de su fallecimiento. Y aún así, este, todavía me duele no tenerla. Y yo sé que no todas las hijas, no todas las mamás son buenas. A veces hay uh, muchachas o señoras que no tienen una buena relación con su mamá. Y pues está bien, no todos tenemos la fortuna de tener eso. Pero si se puede, um, si pueden tener su, su relación con su mamá, háganlo y vivan cada día, cada minuto, como si fuera el último, porque la vida es, es uh, prestada. Ahora estamos aquí, mañana quién sabe dónde. Y lo único que yo siempre recuerdo de mi mamá, los momentos bonitos que vivimos y trato de ser más positiva, aunque no la tengo presente, pero viviendo los bonitos recuerdos que, que vivimos, eh, compartimos, este, fue mi mejor amiga. Y sí, sí fue un poco muy celosa porque hasta de casada se encelaba porque... Quería que le dedicara, dedicara tiempo a ella todavía cuando yo ya tenía a mi esposo y ya compartía tiempo con mi esposo también. Entonces, uh, pero si tienen su mamá y pueden tener una relación buena, pues háganlo. Desafortunadamente no, no todos tenemos el privilegio de tener nuestra mamá con nosotros pero siempre vivirá en nuestros corazones y siempre la recordaremos como ella era. Hay que recordar los momentos que pasamos felices con ella y no recordar los momentos uh, de cuando ella se nos fue a una mejor vida. ¿Cómo se siente de yo tener mi podcast? Alguien preguntó eso. Pues me siento orgullosa de ti porque sé que trabajas y no es fácil lo que estás haciendo. Dígales cuántas horas duro para hacer esto para que sepan porque todos quieren que haga yo dos episodios cada semana. <risa> no, este, no, no es fácil. Uh, cuando yo lo escucho, digo, oh, qué poquito tiempo. <risa> Grabó mi hija, pero cuando yo te miro que estás grabando y que trabajas tus 40 horas a la semana y tienes todas tus uh, ocupaciones y obligaciones que hacer, yo sé que no es fácil, pero me siento muy orgullosa de ti porque hasta ahorita, gracias a todos tus uh, seguidores que tienes, tu audiencia que te escuchan, este, son los que te están haciendo en ponerte en el lugar que estás. Y yo soy tu fan número uno y siempre lo voy a hacer. So, you know how I did the podcast of what would you tell your younger self? So, everybody wants to know, what would you tell your younger self? Querida y pequeña Lulu, yo sé que la vida no te trató como tú soñabas. Cuando eras pequeña tenías sueños y aspiraciones. Muchas aspiraciones 
y uh, tenían muchos uh, pensamientos que en primer lugar querías tener una quinceñera y no fue posible. Querías tener una casa grande, no fue posible. Pero todo estaba bien porque tenías al lado a tu mamá, a tus hermanos, tus abuelitas, tu bisabuelita. Y era un amor incondicional que te tenían a ti. Y todo ese amor que te transmiten las personas que están a tu alrededor hacen que tu vida sea más positiva aunque no importe los obstáculos que estés pasando o que pasaste. Pero me siento orgullosa de ti por todo lo que has a, a, por todo lo que has hecho para mejorar, por todo lo que has hecho para estar en el lugar que estás hoy. Y uh, siempre le doy gracias a Dios por la vida que Él me ha dado. Y no me daré por vencida. Eres feliz. Eres uh, muy fuerte. Eres uh, bella. Eres única incomparable, amorosa, nada te puede vencer, solo Dios podrá hacer cambio en tu vida. Te quiero mucho y te admiro mucho. Pues ya sé que vamos a hacer, vamos a tener una quinceñera. <ríe> We gotta redo the quinceñera. Thank you for sharing, mom. I love you. Yo sé que usted a veces no se pone tan emocional así, pero I appreciate you being so vulnerable in the podcast. It really means a lot to me that you're here today. Because no es fácil, ¿verdad? No, no es fácil. Porque a veces digo, yo aquí nomás, cuando estoy sola, I think it's different because I'm just talking to myself. And I don't think about all the people that are listening, but I think it's a little more difficult now I'm sitting in the room too. You siempre, you know, you always are tough. Siempre es fuerte, es chingona, y yo sé que es chillona como yo, pero nunca la había mirado ser tan vulnerable in front of me about, like, your childhood. So thank you for sharing that. It really means a lot. Yo sé que usted es una positive girly y siempre, you know, you always see the best in all, every situation. You're very positive. What's an advice, what advice would you give somebody? Because you're always like so positive. Sometimes I'm like, no, like, <laughs> I know que a veces yo soy negativa, Nancy, pero usted siempre es bien positiva. ¿Qué la, what motivates you to be so positive? Siempre me ha gustado pensar más positivo que negativo porque uh, pienso que entre más negativo es uno, uh, pueden pasar cosas más um, 
si se despierta uno en la mañana y tiene algo positivo, positivo en su mente, su día va a ser tal vez mejor. Y si se comienza uno desde la mañana que piensa negativo, tal vez el día va, no va a ser muy bueno. So you guys, um, I didn't prepare for this podcast episode like I told you guys before, but my mom did and she wrote something for my siblings and I. So she wants to share it with you guys. Una carta para mis hijos con mucho amor. William, Melina y Roxana. Hijos míos, no quiero que sean como yo. Solo deseo que sean mejores y logren sus metas. Que cumplan sus sueños y disfruten plenamente de su vida y su juventud. Claro que con responsabilidad y aprendiendo de cada decisión que tomen. Tengan presente esto siempre. Están mis brazos y mi corazón abiertos para recibirlos. Apoyarlos, consolarlos y si necesitan darles un buen consejo de la sabiduría que yo tengo, también se los daré. No importa si tienen 20, 30, 40, 50 o 60 o más años. Mientras yo viva, siempre estaré aquí para ustedes. Los amo con todo mi corazón. Su mamá. Thank you so much, mom. I love you. I am speechless because I didn't think that you would write something to us and it's super sweet. Thank you for coming on the podcast. La quiero mucho y espero que otra vez venga en otro episodio because I'm sure everyone's going to want to have you back. I love you. Thank you again. Gracias por tenerme aquí y uh, gracias a todos los que nos escuchan y gracias por apoyar a mi hija Unbreakable. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really enjoyed recording with my mama. She does such an amazing job. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and TikTok, Latina Podcast on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube, and I hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.